What up, Hollow Cult? Happy Wednesday. Half of the week is done and over with. Uh, Hope everybody had a good Labor Day. Got to hang out and probably barbecue. Mine sucked. Kyle's been on the struggle bus here. Yeah, it's been rough. It's been rough. I've been sick since Saturday night. Just smacking me around. So it's been pretty rough. And then yesterday, I went to drop my keys off to the truck because there's only one set of keys to my truck, which is ultra convenient. And my car broke down. (laughs) Then I got stranded in a whole nother town at, what was it, like 4.35 o'clock in the morning. So no one was up (laughs) to help me. So here I am at the gas station stuck and I get out and I'm trying to push my Jeep by myself (laughs) to get it out of the way, you know, because I'm right at one of the pumps. But then the, the attendant saw me and he came over and gave me a hand. Shout out to the gas station attendant. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he, he helped me out big time because I wasn't pushing that big thing very far. That is our luck. The last time the Impala broke down was right at the gas station at Casey's. (laughs) Oh man. Sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta love it. But it's it's whatever, man. That's just how how the old uh, co- hollow cookie crumbles, I guess. Oh, dude. It, it, yeah, I mean it's just par for the course. It really is. Yeah. Just par for the course, and then tomorrow's my last work work day because then Friday I go for my consultation to go oh, back under yeah. the knife. Get the old gut pouch fixed up. Uh-huh. I'm not exactly excited about it. I am, but I'm not. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a it doesn't sound like a great time. No. I'm more worried about being put under. It's a weird it's a weird thing. Yeah. It always makes me super sick when I <clears throat> have uh anesthesia. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a problem with it, but I don't know. I guess we'll find out. They ask an awful lot of questions. Yeah. Like prior, because she's already ran through some stuff with me. It's like, hey, you have this going on, this going on, this going on. I'm like, wow, this is a lot of information. Do you guys plan on operating Friday <laughs> or what? They're just going to just get prepared for two Christmases from now when they can get you in. I hope it's not that long. But it's whatever. Uh, I did have somebody message me on Instagram that is pretty fucking crazy. Um, Because last week we had Jeremiah on, right? Shut up. And he was talking about, you remember him? He brought up that, uh, appreciate you, John, 20 bucks for the hollow spark plugs. What's up? Um, but do you remember how Jeremiah was talking about that zipper yeah. sound that he heard? I had somebody message me on Instagram who's heard the same thing. That's weird. Yeah, he said, I experienced the zipper sound two years ago while on a backpacking trip with my dad to, what was that, Echo Lake or something like that? Outside of Greenwater, Washington, we sat down on a log next to the trail to eat lunch we both heard the sound of, as I describe it, a 50-foot-long sleeping bag being zipped up, followed by the sound of some type of electric hum. What? Each sound lasted between 5 to 10 seconds individually. What in the hell? How weird is that? Dude, I don't even, I don't even know. It's weird, man. <clears throat> but it, and it's not the first time, like, we've heard... Uh, about the electric noise either. No, no. I wonder what did they did they say what area they were in? In that uh Washington so squatchy area. Oh, yeah. That's so weird. Bigfoot Society, did you just hear that? I see in the chat over there. Oh man, and fuck that movie you sent me. Oh yeah. I put 
bro. That looks terrifying. In the Facebook and in the Discord, it's called No One Can Save You. And apparently it's an alien abduction yeah. movie. And I will definitely not see it because hell with that. It does look pretty creepy. Pretty creepy. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. If you haven't seen it, check out the socials. I posted it. And it starts out like... Yeah, it looks terrifying. There are 1.65 million home invasions each year. And they said, but this one's different. Oh, dude. Did you watch the whole thing? It's it's creepy. I watched the whole trailer, yeah. When you hear it on the roof, and then you hear it's dirty, stupid little alien feet pitter-patter down the hallway. No. Oh, dude, when I heard it on the roof, I'm like, oh, because this isn't reminiscent. I'm not going back to any thought in my mind. There's no way. I'm like, great. So this is exactly what I went through, except I passed out during mine. <laughs> Luckily. Oh, shit. So I'm not trying to I deal with all that. I hate them. Fourth kind, hate it. I like I like them, and I'm I'm terrified of I'll them watch at the same them. time. I think. But I hate them. I think Dark, Dark Skies Sky. is way creepier hate than it. Fourth Kind. Fire in the Sky, hate it. This one, haven't seen it yet. Hate it. The the only part in fourth kind that really fucked me up is when it said I am God. I've been trying to tell you that. And I'm like, okay. Okay. I've been trying to since we went over the blood case, I've been trying to tell you that. Oh, dude, that is a good idea. We should definitely get hollow <laughs> air fresheners. Right. Uh but Bigfoot sighting, I know you missed it, but somebody else was out hiking in Washington and heard your zipper noise. Yeah. Along with an electric hum, which is also weird. Yeah. I feel like the electric hums, nor- well, you would, you would assume it would be more towards UFO stuff. Who even knows at this point? Everything is, I don't. Everything is the, such a gray area now. Oh, dude, it's, it's not so- an alien pun. It's so weird. Everything is just fucked and falling apart. I was <laughs> I was watching Jack Osborne uh go look for Bigfoot on I think it's on uh the Cinemax subscription, the Max subscription. Him and uh Jay from Jay and Silent Bob went out to the middle of Idaho yes. looking for Bigfoot. Oh, dude, that would have been awesome. <laughs> I totally would have went. It's, uh, yeah. They got they got some weird vocalizations. Yeah. But then I was thinking, I'm like, man, I think Jack Osborne would come on the show and talk to us. I mean, it's Probably. worth a shot. Throw a Hail Mary. Ooh, none for me, bud. Just water. Non-sponsored Mountain Dew. I've just been drinking water. Lots and lots of water. I was so water. tired when I got home from work today. I'm like, I'm going to take a nap. And then everything kind of went off the rails. But Yeah. Uh, that was my game plan, but Gage had uh, soccer practice tonight. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I was going to wonder. I was waiting to see if Colleen was in here to see how close it was because they were at Pre- Priest Lake to see if that's a around where Colleen's living at. Interesting. That would be wild. But, um, really they, they got a couple of vocalizations, but that was it. They did like two night, two overnights. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. I did stumble upon, upon, I can't remember who it was on Twitter. Legendary cryptids. Maybe. I don't know. I follow so many cryptid pages on there. Uh, but they were looking into giant Cayman attacks, which some of the ones they found, it was vague because they were just doing a recap. But what? There was one that this person came forward and said that they were out. I don't know where the hell Caymans are, Amazon, wherever. But this huge snake had come out. And... The person recounting the story said he didn't know if it was some sort of infrasound or what, but they said that they were just completely hypnotized by this giant snake. 
Like they could not turn Gross. away. They could not get away. But as it was on a swamp, right? They said the snake was just moving closer and closer and closer. And then out of the swamp, like some Lake Placid shit, out jumps a giant caiman, attacks the snake, pulls the snake into the swamp and swims away. And then they said they found another account where someone had seen a 131 foot caiman. I'm like, man, everybody's looking. Like that's legit dinosaur territory. It's huge. Fuck snakes. See, that's why I'm not fucking with the water. Oh, yeah. Water holds way too many scary things. Oh, Yeti's right. Jungle Book tried to tell us. Facts. What was the snake's name? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't either. I think I, I think I've, I think I've seen that one, the ruins. I've seen it a long time ago. Yeah, I'm not trying to fight any giant snakes or giant caimans for that matter. But it sounds like the giant caimans on everybody's side here. I mean, if it's gonna eat the big snake trying to hypnotize us and eat us, then True. yeah. True. I'm okay with that. I wonder if there's like lore behind that, like the snake being able to. I'm sure. Kind of pull you I'm in. I'm sure. I'm sure. Because it's almost like reverse, like with snake charmers and shit. Yeah. That's not a cool feeling. I'm not trying to be attacked by a gigantic snake at all. Mm-mm. No. Not at all. <sighs> I'm trying to think of what else I was looking into. All I did was lay in That's bed. understandable. For three days. That's understandable. Yeah. I know I heard some other weird shit, though. I, I'm... It was, it's more conspiracy, but a homie from... Or to message me about one of the fucking islands around Florida there. And it basically um, equated it to like kind of what's going on with Maui. Like it was, it was all extremely ironic circumstance, but instead of fire, it dealt with a hurricane. I think it was Hurricane Ian. But they're like, it was so fucked because there's these islands out there. And they got wrecked. But ironically enough, or the uh, the insurance companies wasn't paying anybody for their homes. Instead of paying the three hundred fifty thousand that they were that the house was worth, they were only trying to give them like five thousand dollars. Then the government wasn't going to allow them to build back on it either. But ironically enough, like a year prior or so, or however long prior, um corporations had the land marked to build a big ass uh resort oh, out there imagine that right i'm like man maybe there is something to this shit i thought that there's another big ass storm brewing out there in the atlantic it's supposed to be the first category five and they're saying it's like the first for this season and they're saying it has the possibility to be like historic catastrophic like 180 mile an hour winds and oh shit. man so that's probably not good yeah homie from florida said like the one he was in i think it was ian he's like dude i've never experienced anything like that in my life it was so fucking scary getting pummeled by 150 mile an hour winds is terrifying yeah that sounds terrible that is why I would never live in Florida. No, I'm not trying to deal with that either. Once my house got blown away or I had to shovel 27 feet of sand out of my living room, I would just move. Yeah. I would just move. And technically we're in like a drought. Yeah. Great. We haven't had like the everything around all the waterways around here. Low, low. crazy oh man i was listening to uh neil degrasse tyson talk about this um 
asteroid that has a potential to hit in 2036, I think. Mm. And they said it's like, like a f- more greater, greater than one in a million odds that it hits. It basically, it's, it's basically like, I don't know what he said. Like, like shooting an arrow through a keyhole is the opportunity that it has. If it goes through this keyhole, it will hit. And they've already got it mapped out to the exact minute that it would hit if it goes this trajectory. And it's going to hit off the coast of California. But the way he was describing oh, it. So we're straight. Terrifying. Because he said it'll hit about 50 miles off the coast. And when it does, it'll push all that water out. Right? So it'll make... He said about a five-story tsunami will hit the West Coast. But they said once it pushes all that water out, it will make an impact crater to the ocean floor. So then as the water comes back in, it'll splash up and go out, making like tsunamis over and over and over and over and over again. About 40 or 50 of them will just keep hitting. Just washing it all clean. You think it would get to us, though? Nah. Oh, I wouldn't nah. think so either. But, I mean, the initial what impact would feel fuck it? us, though. I'm sure. Is it, is it a world killer? I doubt it. No? I'm not, I'm not a proponent here, folks. I'm just talking about an asteroid hit. A hypothetical <laughs> asteroid hitting. That's what happens when you yeah, name drop. Bad. Should have been like a uh, certain scientist. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. Did I watch anything else? Um, not really. I got a whole bunch of things written down and tucked away that I want to do actual episodes on, so I'm not going to talk about them here. Yeah. Because that'd be a spoiler alert. Um, I don't know. What's everybody? What's everybody feeling in the chat? Anybody hear anything weird? Uh, yeah, I might might open the the lines here in a little bit. See if you guys want to bang it early. Um, with it, we can call it an early night shift this week. Yeah, uh, yeah, Yeti. That trailer, terrifying. Nap and Corbell. I haven't listened yet. Twiz, I'm late to the party. I did hear. I started some of it. I did hear that we're just soul containers. Which I mean, meh, whatever. Well, that was that's per Lazar, I believe. Even him. Hearing that we're uh, soul containers. Oh, big ponds in here. Yeah, we did. Uh, about the um, them in China releasing uh, all the toxic shit into the water. Was that the same? No, Fukushima was Japan. Oh, Colleen, I did shout out Idaho earlier. I was watching Jack Osborne's uh, Bigfoot expedition on uh, Max, and they were up around Priest Lake looking for Squatch, and it made me thank you, wondering how close that was. Oh, yeah. Godzilla, here we go. That'd be sick. But anyway, smash that like button and subscribe and do all that good stuff. Anybody got any good stories they're going to tell on the night shift tonight? Let's see. Hopefully we get a couple pretty oh, damn, interesting was just ones. at Priest Lake this weekend. Apparently that that area has more Bigfoot sightings like per capita than anywhere else in the United States. It's just a lot of it goes unreported. That's really? from what they said. That's what Jack Osborne told me. Uh, you never know. Yeah. 
I feel like a lot of things just don't get reported. Or maybe they do and they just don't get taken seriously. I did see that they created a non-human embryo. Well, uh, I guess it's... Yeah, with no, with no egg or sperm, they created a... Would it still be a human embryo? Non-human embryo? I'm going to say non-human So, non-human point. intelligence. We just created whoever is going to man these crafts that are going to drive them back in time that we're going to shoot down last February. Yeah, that is kind of ironic. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Which, I mean, you know that tech's been around forever. Yeah. Once it starts, then it doesn't stop. Yeah, man. They they never stop doing that shit. And, like, what's the purpose? Why would you create a human embryo that doesn't need other humans? Well, I guess it does. You have to have humans to create it, essentially, make that little science experiment. Well, there could be a whole plethora of reasons if you think about it. I mean, that could... Man, because at that point, kind of to, you know, use you here for a second, would have rights. Yeah, that's what that's what I was just thinking. What, what, or what, morally, what rights do they have if they're? (laughs) It could legitimately be a whole slave race. Like, is it programmed with AI? Does it have a brain? Does it produce a brain? Bragging rights. I don't know, man. My little brother texted me a little bit earlier. Uh, He's the one that's having all the weird shit going on in his house. And uh, he said he just got out of the shower. He's the only one home. The dogs are outside. And he heard a man's voice in his living room say, hello. And when he went out there, there wasn't anybody there. We should probably investigate Dylan's house. Probably. He'd be moving out. Yeah. I did see Alex. Because you just spray paint a pentagram on his <laughs> living room floor. I did see Alex a terrible reunite with his bear. Yeah, I saw that too. I'm like, which one of those is making the noise? Is it him or is it the bear? <laughs> oh, shit. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know, man. I did see there's a bunch of bullshit or a bunch of rumors going around about World War Three. We're waiting. Come on. So that's that's promising. That's promising. I heard that Putin was flexing a little bit, and we f- we flex back a little bit. With some well, I mean that's typically inter- how it intercontinental goes. Intercontinental ballistics. <laughs> yeah. Typically, how it goes. Oh, dude, that's a that makes it fucking. People say clones don't have souls, but if bodies are just vessels, who's to say that the essence can't be split among them? Damn. It's kind of funny you say that. Because I'm actually working on an episode right now about that very same thing. And I'm not going to get into too much detail about it. Hopefully I can get it finished before this weekend. And I am trying to line up an interview as well for this weekend that should be good about an alien implant program. But that aside... Um, so the way what I've been looking into suggests that what they can do is create clones of you, but they're, and they're able to transfer your consciousness from clone to clone. And so in theory, if you were to say, piss them off, displease them, throw them under the bus in a certain way. The way it gets described in the research that I'm doing is that they can essentially torture you until you die and then transfer your consciousness from that vessel to the next clone of you and do it all over again. And just like an infinite side, it's almost like being in hell. Just an infinite cycle of torture until they decide to call quits, which is terrifying to yeah, think about. That doesn't sound like a good time for anyone. I mean, if, oh, dude, it's so weird. Then it leads into that whole 
quantum immortality where you don't die, you just transfer into different bodies at the point of death in this timeline. That is weird. That is weird because we've talked about that and how many times, like, you feel like you've dodged the Reaper. You know, we've all we've all had that. And then I saw another one the other day. Um, how'd it go? What if you're already dead, and right now you're just reliving your past? Like the, like as they say in those yeah. moments, like when you're passing, you relive your past. Life flash before your eyes. Essentially, a yeah, that's it. But, you know, so some people are theorizing that you're just reliving your past right now. Or you could be. Not that you are. But yeah, you could never be. know. And I'm like, that's stupid. Never. But essentially, is it? Because, no, because that would go right back to your infinite cycle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that could legitimately be infinite. I think our old friend's calling here. <laughs> Welcome to the night shift. What's yeah, going well, on? If you grew uh, your body like that in a test tube, but didn't upload your consciousness to it, let's just say it was in a tube and you kept it alive, would it be ethical to harvest your organs if you had an organ failure from it? Hmm. Okay, so under the in my opinion, under the premises say that you, but that's fucking slippery slope. But we'll just we'll just pretend we'll just pretend it's on the up and up. So let's say you get approached, Kyle. You know it might not be a bad idea. Obviously, it would come down to funding. You got the funds, Kyle. Why don't you just create a, a clone of yourself? That way, if you were to have any type of organ issue or hell even some of your relatives you'd be able to donate to them you know easy peasy in my opinion i would be like sure that's cool however we all know where that road would legitimately go and it wouldn't be oh yeah kyle's just got a donor over here it would turn into way more nefarious things Especially when it breaks free and it starts telling everybody that you're the clone and they harvest your organs. Well, I, I'm I'm understanding it in the way that it doesn't have a consciousness. Like it's yeah, right like now. It. Right now I'm making it easy for you. Okay. We're gonna say no brain activity, just a shell oh, yeah. with Send organs. It. Kinda like um, a donor that's card. That's where we're Send starting it. at. Yeah. That's where we're starting. Give me your kidneys. Right. Donor car. So that's straight up. That's okay. That's okay, right? <laughs> I feel like it is. Okay. So let's let's step up to the next level. A healthy body can't just lay in suspended animation. It's gonna atrophy. So it's gotta have activity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next step, you put it in a machine so it has minimal brain activity, but is able to exercise and have its limbs move. So it gives the organs in your, in that body a better chance of, of transplant uh, success, successfulness. What Send about it. that? We're, we're still okay with that. Just minimal brain activity, just enough to, to get it exercising. It's a robot. With it, right if, if you're, if you're, yeah, I'm with it if you're in the in control of the creation of it. It's a robot. Okay. So the next the next step would be living in let's say a controlled society somewhere on an island somewhere where all these clones of everybody are walking around and basically living lives but they're still all grown from your cells. They're still all copies of you. Still the same situation, only now they're, let's say, living in a, their own society. Would that still be okay? I'm not with that. 
I'm not with that one. I would draw the line there. Is it the the semblance of reality? Because in theory, they're just you. It's still the same thing that was in the jar. Just now it's out moving around, living a life. Let's say it's it's uh, conditioned so it can't smoke cigarettes, it can't do drugs, it can't drink, it can't, you know, it has to live a healthy life. Yeah. Because it's its sole purpose is to to give you a harvesting of organs. Bro. If it came but down to me, can't leave if it came down out. to me or me 2.0, I'm pushing for me every time. That's just way, that's just how it's gonna go. Like, especially if 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 you were created created to be like to be this is why you're here. Gotta look out for number one. Call me callous, whatever. But if it turned around and, and my clone needed a kidney and he started looking at me, nah. I think they're, they're I, I, just, I, think, I think for me. <laughs> I think for me it gets fuzzy because they are now actively living a life. Like if you if you mean to tell me like they're because they could essentially be creating families of their own at that point if they're legitimately going and living. They're going to the grocery store. They're they got little jobs on the island. They're creating families. I'm not. I'm. I can't, I don't. Have, I don't have the authority to take that away from them. Even though it's you. Yeah. Even though it was grown in a lab, in yeah. a container, for the sole purpose of that, you wouldn't be if, able to. If it was, no. Kyle, you have liver cancer. You are going to die unless you harvest this creation. Let's go, Steve. This cre- Let's go. Push it. Let's you go. created <laughs> to save you. No, man. Yeah, I, I just think it, you, cro- I think it got, crosses a line. You've got like you've it. got a heart uh, de- deformity. You're not going to make it okay. two months. You're not, in two months, you're going to be gone. Or you can do the plan that you already okayed, that you already signed for, that you already paid for. But I, wouldn't, but I wouldn't have okayed for that. I wouldn't, I, I just would not be able to be comfortable with the idea that, that dude, that's like, that's literally almost no different than you creating a fucking child and then putting him on an island and say, hey, you get to live your life until I need a body part. It's almost exactly the same thing in a roundabout way because you're taking parts of you and creating another living being essentially has free will and can do whatever they want up until that point you need to harvest something from them and then I draw I draw the fucking line I'm like no that's not happening I got Della shitty would, it is what it is I would argue that making a child takes two yeah and this creation was just scraped from your cells. Right. Scraped from your DNA. There was no other part. It's just you. Right. And you still wouldn't do it. No. You would let that. Not if you would it let has that free clone, will. Not if it has free would, will. It, well, it doesn't it's really. It's on trapped island. on an island. It doesn't know. But it, can still, it doesn't know it that can, it's. If it can fucking go and get groceries and create its own family it has free will it just got dealt a shitty hand by being put on a fucking island well you're hung up on these groceries aren't you okay well what if it's not allowed to go to the grocery store that has, that's irrelevant <laughs> and you know that it is you're not that dumb the old twist quiz so let's 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 jet this into the stratosphere because you you mentioned, and Nap and Corvell mentioned on Rogies. Spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't listened to it. Aliens view us 
basically as soul containers. So, what if an alien has paid for an experience of a full human's life from beginning to end and at our moment of death, that soul is collected for that. Like we all think this, you know, this, this light that we see, the tunnel is, you know, going to heaven. What if it's just the collection process of the soul crossing over into the alien? I don't know. All I know is from the great <laughs> philosopher Nate Diaz, they can get it too. Any, I'm not. I'm not about. I'm not about. I'm not about robbing things, man. Like it all. That all just sounds sketchy as fuck. And there's way too many gray yeah, areas. It, it, at what point does a human clone become a human? That's what I'm saying. What makes a human a you know, human? I would feel the same way. I would I would probably feel the same way if AI got to a point where it could, if, if it had a thought process like us, like a conscience, where it was just like, oh, shit, I just punched Steve in the head, and I hurt him, and now he's crying, and now I fucking feel, feel bad. I shouldn't have punched Steve in the head. <laughs> but you know, like, it, there's, I don't know, there's just lines for me that you can't cross. That like because if you if you cross those lines, it takes away your humanity. Yeah, it but in the same vein, like it almost is taking away our humanity if something that's created in a lab can get itself to a point to where it's considered in the same vein as a human. Like, do they not? Kind of, yeah. What makes a human a human? That's true. Like, does a soul? I guess, does a, I guess, if, I does mean, a soul make a person a human? Because if that's the case, then these hypothetical human livestock won't have one. Essentially, you don't know that though. I mean, true. Because we don't, we know, don't know that we have one. If the soul, exactly. If the soul is legit, we are. We don't know how it's inserted, how it's acquired. There's no. Well, okay. I'm gonna say this. There's no like scientific evidence the state one way or the other you can quote prophecy and all that stuff all you want but there's no just like here it is on 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 paper this is how it's done we know for a fact ah twiz bringing up the moral quandaries faith is 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 a powerful thing oh yeah you know you 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 have faith that you you do the right thing and maybe next go around it'll be a little bit better wherever we go but you know life's way more simple when we're just talking about you know silly stuff like sasquatch and dogman and you know portals and nephilim and all that you know let's not let's not get carried away into the you know vastness of the human consciousness and and wondering how far we would go to stay alive. Because it's easy, even even though you don't feel good right now, and I hope you feel better. It's easy that. for you. It's easy for you to say, I would never do that. Because you're not staring down the barrel of two months, brother. You've already told I, me. I you also... You've already said a bunch of times that you would do anything for your kids. Yeah. Two months is two months, man. You'd have to harvest that that uh, liver, keep yourself alive. Oh man, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't do it, man. Because I, I maybe back in the day, I would have done it, but I have a moral, I have a moral responsibility to my children and to the people around me to not just talk about being a better person, but actually being a fucking better person. And being someone with a conscience and being someone that cares about, I mean, legitimately, I I might see you on the street and fucking hate you, but at the end of the day, I want nothing but the best for your life. Every story, every hero in somebody's story is somebody else's villain. And we all have to accept that. 
and I want nothing else. I want nothing but greatness for everybody. Right. And so like, and it's not just me talking about it, man. Like I, I don't want to give up my life. I don't, I don't want to check out early. You know, I have a lot to teach my children on every single fucking level, but I'm not going to send a message. It's okay to take something that's not yours. Cause that's, that's, just, that, that's just like the fucking rich doing what they're doing to us right now. And on that note, in the words of the immortal Scott Hall, bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Holocaust for life, boys. Keep rocking on. Much love, Please brother. Please. Later, guys. Later. It's, uh, I don't know, stuff like that that's, it gets gray real fast. It's a moral yeah, quantity. Oh, dude, fast. there's so many, there's so much, that's why I don't. <laughs> That's why I try. That's why I try not to walk those paths, man. Because I think it's super important that everybody, like we all know, we all grew up with it. It just we all choose to ignore it now, uh, right and wrong. It's that simple. Life is that simple, in my opinion. It's that simple. We overcomplicate fucking everything because we all like to win in the argument. We all like to go well. What about this one in a million chance? Fuck that one in a million chance. You know what the question is directed at, and you know right from wrong. Just do, choose one of them. I don't give a fuck what it is. I don't care if you choose the wrong one. At the end of the day, we all know the difference. You decide, right? But I, And it's important for us to, to teach our children that, you know, teach them a good, have a good moral compass. They're not going to be perfect. Fuck you and me ain't perfect, Steve. We're far from it. Right? But we try to we try to do better, right? We try to we try to do nice things for people when we can and we take care of those ones around us. You know, and that's all that's all we can do. And what is that? What is that movie that Rogan talks about? Is it Ex Machina? Yeah, he brings that one yeah, up all the where time. The AI eventually like convinces the the programmer that she feels and she's essentially in love and has all these feelings for him but in the end she's she just is inconsequential as to whether or not he exists yeah and dude that could be like in in twiz's theory with the uh the we'll just call them the free will clones on the island or that could that could what if it's all just deployed just to get it to where they're not harvest in the end. You know what I'm saying? And then you, you, you kick out and then like, well, shit, I got played. Shit. I got a replacement that's ready to take over my spot. <laughs> yeah. Facts. It is. It's Facts. a, it's a weird, I don't know, man. It is. It's a, it's a big gray area, man. And it's just, I don't know. Like I try my hardest to not, just talk about it. I, I, I try my hardest to be about it. And, you know, sometimes we are hypocrites and sometimes we yeah. do, you know, go back on our shit. It boils but, down to what, what makes a human a human. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I'm a big one. I'm a big uh, believer of not bending a knee. I don't, I don't think that m- most people should ever have to bend the, like have to. If you choose to, that's that's your decision, right? I just I I've always been a little defiant like that, as I'm sure most of the people in here are the same way. Um, I just think it's really important to. This is probably the easiest way to sum it up. I think it's really important that everybody has the opportunity to make their own decisions. Yeah, it keeps the way AI is advancing, and especially with all these weird, like experiments and shit that they're doing now it's going to come to a point mm-hmm. where you're going to be face to face with something that isn't human but might be human right it's like right at what point i appreciate you steven at what point does something not yeah, human I, start to become human right and it's just i think i think uh i think free will is extremely important I think it's really important to allow everyone the opportunity to make their own decisions. And let's face it, that's when life means it's most. 
right? Like it, I've used the analogy before, but it'd be like me telling my wife, oh, you're supposed to tell me that you love me. And then she goes, well, I love you. And you're like, well, it doesn't fucking count now. <laughs> but I told you to do it, right? You could, that you could equate that across humanity, at the, you know, if you really chose to. In every decision, you know, everything means more, uh, you know, whenever I'm broke down on the side of the road and you see me and you stop and you help me out because not because I asked you to, because you're like, well, I'm going to go help Kyle because Kyle needs help. Yeah. Right. I just, I don't know. I think, I think we've gotten too far away from allowing people to make their own fucking decisions. You know, I think we care too much. We like to micromanage too much. Like I, I don't know. I think everybody should just chill out for the most part, be able to do what they want to do. As long as it's not hurting people. Yeah. You know, obviously there's, there's circumstances to around to everything. Just, just do bad. Like, yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not in control of your life and I shouldn't be. I don't want to be. Just do you. And I, you never know, man. And we might, uh, we might face those conundrums one day. Yeah, I'm I, like, you know, like what Twiz was saying. It's and, inching closer. And yeah, do better and don't be sick. I'm believe me, I'm trying not to be. Yeah, when we met Travis Walton. Yeah, that was, uh, it was, not to go off on a different tangent here, but it was, it was kind of strange. He ended, he was supposed to be there the whole next day, all day Sunday, and he just never came back after his talk. Yeah. Like his whole, uh, his whole booth was set up and stuff, and he just never came back. It was weird. Yeah, because I was going to try to get a picture with him the following day after. Yeah. Because um, I'm really weird. I'm I'm really weird about giving people their space, and I was like, ah, maybe I'll maybe I'll ask him tomorrow, you know. And then he just never showed back up. So, yeah, you know, swinging yeah, a miss. He was supposed to do. Yeah, he's supposed to have a whole that whole Sunday was just kind of a. Uh, meet and greet. He was supposed to be at his booth all day. Yeah. But uh, I know I know there was some bad weather coming through uh, that following day. So he may have skedaddled early to try to get out in front of that. I know him and his son drove down, so. Yeah. Well, and he's, he's yeah. getting up there in age, and I think he's just kind of looking to finally retire from the life. Yeah. It was interesting hearing... Um, Hearing the encounter from him and what oh, Liberties cool. Hollywood took and kind of ran with and pretty interesting. Yeah, it, it was it was cool to hear like Steve said, it was really cool to hear it firsthand. And he's probably it's probably one of the top probably Top two abductions between him and uh, Betty and Barney Hill. I don't know which, like, yeah, they're both probably in the running for the most talked about, studied alien abduction. Yeah. Want to take another call? Yeah, we got 10 minutes. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Hey guys, Chucky Danger. Hey, hey, what's up, brother? Hey, so a couple weeks ago I was in Mexico, right? And uh, I did a little bit of researching while I was there. Got to interview some of the locals. And uh, I was asking about Mexican Bigfoot, and none of them could tell me anything about it. They've never heard of Bigfoot before. And... uh, they came up with their own stories. Like they had a hard time understanding my English, but they had stories of these crocodile men, which I take as being reptilian. 
and uh, they say they find these three-toed tracks that are like really big, and they find them on the beach all the time. And uh, my Uber driver was saying there's a, a village high in the mountains uh, where they were growing watermelon, and they kept having the watermelon patch just like destroyed overnight. They come in and eat all the watermelons and wreck up the vines. So they posted up a sniper up in the trees and he kept watch the following night. And uh, he said, while he was up there in the tree, this giant reptilian walked into the patch, grabbed a watermelon, just started mowing down on it. But the guy was so afraid that he couldn't even like point the gun at it. He just like covered his mouth to stop from screaming and just like hid up in the tree. That's terrifying. But yeah, totally wild. But he called them crocodile men. But not like a full on crocodile snout, kind of like you, you described it as being a shorter muzzle, but still having the tail and everything. That's wild. That would be oh, yeah. fucking crazy to witness and experience. Uh, and man, I mean this you would have been kicking yourself the in the ass jungle. if you if you pulled the trigger on that thing and it didn't do a whole lot. <laughs> right? That would be so bad. I mean, this is the exact same jungle where the predator was filmed. Hell yeah. Did they say anything about like, like where they live? Do they just live deep in the jungle? Do they live under the water? Do they live in caves? It seems like it's it's in the jungle and like out of the ocean. That's terrible. Um, he was telling me he was friends with uh, a fisherman, and they go out for bait fish at night, and they're they're looking for this type of fish with a really large eye. Uh, he. He couldn't give me an English name for it. Um, but they use these to catch stuff like Dorado and uh, Marlin and stuff like that during the day. So they're out looking for this bait fish at night. And while they're out on the ocean, he said there was this bright circular light just like zooming around underneath the ocean. And it went directly under the boat and illuminated everything underneath them and then like zoomed off at like a million miles an hour. So they, they saw a USO. <laughs> Did, do they, do they equate that with the reptile men? I'm assuming so. That's um, they also told me stories of, uh, uh, Orbs in the forest. He, he called them like ghost lights, but they they're very superstitious about it. They say if uh, if you look at the ghost light um, and you you don't look at the ground and look away from it, it'll hypnotize you and take you off into the jungle and you'll never return. Uh, they say that they like to cover their eyes with their hat and just start praying to God that this thing doesn't come after them. Where did I hear? But they see those in the jungle. They see those in the jungle too. I heard the same thing. It might have been Expedition Bigfoot or I don't remember, but they were equating the ghost lights that they see in correspondence with Sasquatch encounters as something predatory trying to lead people out of the woods. Yeah, there's lots of mythology around that, like with the fae and whatnot. Yeah, so weird. But it carries yeah. over, like, to different continents and cultural cultural diversity and all that shit. Like, all of it kind of comes back to the same origins. Yeah, absolutely. And then, like, the last day of my trip, that night I had a hard time sleeping, but I had this really vivid dream and it was the type of dream where you can like actually smell things like i was in the jungle i could smell the jungle and there was this entity 
like this green man in front of me, but he was like covered in all these vines that were like slithering around him like a snake. And it just told me, you need to go home now. You can't be in Mexico anymore. You need to go home. I'm like, well, that's fine because my flight's tomorrow. So no big deal. And, you know, I, I thought that dream was really weird. So I was asking JJ Rose 777 about it. And she said she would look into it and see which entity it is. Cause Mexico's got a lot of old gods and maybe it was one of them. And all she could come up with is the only entity equated to a living vine was Jesus. <laughs> and that very next day, if I didn't leave, that hurricane was going to hit Mexico really hard. That's wild. So just like a crazy warning. I mean, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It wasn't a bad thing. It wasn't a threat. No, it didn't come off as one. It's like, is that, it, that it definitely creepy felt hell. weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Then on the flight home, it was like freaking wild too because, you know, I've, I haven't been on a plane since I was six. So it was like a, a kind of a new experience for me. And I, I just enjoyed watching the clouds while you're in the plane. And so I'm out there and I'm watching nonstop basically. And, you know, a couple hours into the flight and we're above this pure white sea of clouds and we're, we're, we're way above it. And I noticed this black thing just like floating above the cloud. I'm like, huh, that's, that's weird. What is that? And as I'm watching it out of the plane window, it hits the sun and, goes from like a black to glinting like aluminum. I'm like, that's a freaking UFO. But it was just sitting like totally stationary, not moving at all. So I took out my phone and I snapped like a million pictures. I took some video and the thing doesn't show up on photos. That's weird. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it, it would not show up in a photo. And then like 20 minutes later, I saw another one that looked exactly the same. Again, I tried to video it and it should have been like front and center in the frame. Nothing. I don't know how to explain that one. I got nothing. That's, that's weird, man. There's been accounts of things being able to manipulate cameras and not allow pictures to be taken. Yeah. Ah, it's just such a weird phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, my friend Brent Thomas, he had a, a UFO sighting of his where he couldn't see anything with his naked eye, but he was using uh, infrared uh, night vision binoculars. And when he looked at the forest, he could see the UFO in the infrared binoculars, but he couldn't see it with his naked eye. There's stories of this too. Uh, that. So it's like. Shit is so, so strange. Almost like it has a cloaking ability. Yeah, like hiding within different visibilities of spectrum. Yeah. Yeah, we've heard um, military guys talk about that too, being able to put night vision on and look at look up there and see him moving around more often. Yeah. Well, like that that first gen of night vision that they were using in like Vietnam, they said that uh, when they put those on, that all the soldiers were just seeing yeah. demons in the forest. <laughs> yeah, it was those those. Was it similar to those glasses that we were talking about again from the yeah, museum? Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be awful. Awfully scary. <laughs> Hell yeah. It would be scary. <laughs> I, um, yeah, it was, that's weird we're talking about infrared and stuff because on that 
Bigfoot documentary. They took a drone up with infrared and they sent one of the guys out in the woods just to do a solo investigation, but he had an infrared beacon on his hat. And I was talking to Sarah about it. I'm like, isn't it so wild that that thing is flashing? And when we're looking at it, it was just human vision. You can't see it, but the drone picks it up. It makes like, it just brings into to light, no pun intended, how much shit that we miss just because. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's wild. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyways, that's just my, my tale of all the weird shit in Mexico. Yeah, awesome. I dig it. That was awesome. It's much appreciated. All right, boys. I will catch you later. All right, man. Stay Have safe, a good Chucky. one. You as well. You bet. See ya. Bye. Later. Heck yeah. It does suck that our human vision and human hearing is on the low end of the spectrum. Yeah, it does seem to be that way. Yeah. It does. It's kind of creepy wondering what's going on right next to us that we just don't know. Oh, I know. It is fucking weird, man. It's not a fun thought. I like being aware of my surroundings. To, for the yeah. most part. Sometimes ignorance is bliss. There's though. some eldritch abomination that if I see it's just going to fracture my mind in half, then it can just stay on that end of the infrared spectrum. I won't see it. No doubt. No doubt. Maybe, maybe next night shift. We'll just fucking bang hard and open the line super early again and just let it mm-hmm. row. Mm-hmm. Just go hard in the paint. Yeah, for sure. Because those were some really good calls. Twist comes in, racks your brain sometimes, man. I know. I like that they they've coined it the Twist Quiz now. Like it's 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 turned into a thing. He'll uh, he'll have a hard time getting past my morals. (laughs) I don't think he's trying to stump your morals. No, I don't either. I don't know. It's good. It's good to. Think out, think outside of our everyday, oh yeah, for sure. Everyday mindlessness that we have to deal with. Oh, I I hundred percent agree. I love the questions. I just, I don't. Know, I guess I just try to stay true to who I am. That's about all you can do, really. Though, when you answer those types of questions, it's just yeah. Give it a. Because in the end, you never actually really know how you're going to react to anything. That's true, too. To be honest with you. That's 100% true. You hear a lot of people fucking talk shit about combat situations. Stuff like that. High-stress situations. I would have done this. Sure you would have. Yeah. Sure you would have. Different ball game. You You have no idea how you would react. You know, sometimes people stand there like deer in headlights. You know, even just, you know, high-stress jobs like ours. Some people, you know, you you see something go wrong, and if you're not conditioned for it, you don't know what the fuck to do. You panic. Yep. You know, so it's, uh, everybody likes to talk shit, and it's just really fucking annoying. I remember this really dead tree, and it was funny, I called it. Super dead tree. Well, I was not trying to climb it. And I was talking at the time my brother was working with me. And I hit it. I was like, watch. Boss will come up and go, I'd do it. Or I would have done it. And my brother's like, Yeah, okay. And then my boss comes up and we get to talk and he's like, Well, I would have done I would I would go, do bud. it. And he just hit me he hit me on the shoulder and, he, and I looked at him and I go, Told you. They all say the same shit. Go, they all do it. Yeah. Everybody does it. Well, I would have done it. I would have done it. To get this. Oh, shut up. Get on with it. You're dumb. You don't get to tell me what to do, big guy. <laughs> I love it. I don't know. 
I don't know. Thanks for the call-ins tonight, guys. That, those were yeah, those were awesome. They were money. Really fun. They were money. I wish I wish we could, honestly now I wish we could just fucking keep going because they were so good. <laughs> I feel like it'd be a good night, but man, I need some yeah. sleep. This sickness has just beat my ass, and I've got one more day of work, and then I got my consultation. So hopefully that all goes well. Yeah. And then I get another three day weekend. Hopefully. I'll be feeling better where it's a nice three-day weekend this time. Yeah. I, like I said, every time it hits me, I get, uh, it beats my ass, man. It sucks. I hate being last sick. Last time it hit me when I was sick last winter. Dude, I, I got home from work, and I probably slept 30 hours that weekend. Just you know, As soon as I got home, I hit the bed, and I woke up, and it was like the, like a day I didn't even know what day it was. Oh, dude. <laughs> but... I just hate being sick. Yeah, I'm hoping you're on the tail end of it. We're all. I think I am. All pulling for you, broski. I think I think a couple more nights of some really good sleep, and I do be good. Yeah. That being said, we're gonna wrap her up. Uh, take advantage of this early night shift and catch some extra, some much needed rest. Um, again, thanks for everybody that hung out in the chat. Uh, thanks for all of you just being who you are. I dig, dig hanging out with all you guys and gals. Uh, thanks to the call-ins. Thanks to Twiz for keeping our brains clean slated and thinking outside the box. Uh, again, support all our content creator friends. You know the drill. And um, until we meet again, stay safe. Stay weird. Like Kyle said earlier, you just got to be, stay true to who you are. <laughs>